we're back, folks, with another um, frequency episode where Joe and I are, are going to basically go through a song and uh, not necessarily critique it, but just give some feedback on it. Uh, we find it interesting to go through new music um, when it's more fresh. Uh, oftentimes, we talk to artists way after their album's released. Um, we thought we'd give it a try and just um, see if we can give some feedback live on a song. And Joe, um, why don't we basically hit the verses and the choruses and we'll stop sort of in between if that's okay. Yeah, just raise your hand when you're ready to stop and because uh, I'm controlling the music on my side, which right. maybe have been planned intentionally. <laughs> well, not only that, Joe, but you were a DJ on a cruise ship, so you are used to holding the trigger. Yeah, I know how to hit a space bar. There you go, yeah. <laughs> well, um, why don't you intro the song that we're going to do, and then we'll dive right into the song. Sure. Um, we are going to do a song by an artist, Nashville artist named PJ Anderson. I don't know if I would, he's necessarily a household name, but then again, in Christian realm, who is a household name besides Mercy Me and about five others? But um, so, yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, so. PJ Anderson, we've reviewed uh, um, a prior album of his, and so he sent us his new album and said, hey, would you give it a listen? So we thought, let's just cue up his newest single. It's called Sing Forever. And uh, I told I told PJ we'd give him uh, our honest thoughts about the song. Oh, well, let's dive Sound in. good? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Again, we've never heard this song before. I Neither one of us know what we're getting into, haven't read the lyrics or anything. So let's get to it. Just gonna say, let's stop that. Yeah. Uh, First impressions. Um, Musically, I'm enjoying it. I think it's got a it's um, a real kind of ethereal kind of uh, vibe going on. Um, And PJ's voice is very grounded, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate. So it's not, you know, when you listen to some some things, you get this kind of baby doll kind of voice thing coming out of the girls and a whiny voice coming out of the guys you know and i so this so i like yeah i'm liking the vibe there um what about you uh i like it i like the sound that's something i would probably like to do as a guitar player with you know reverb and delay um very sort of smooth um he does he takes a long time to set the stage for the song musically which tells me it's not designed for radio right so it's definitely this is my song and um you know, you, it, it's a storytelling feel so far, um, but it also sounds like a worship song. Uh, I'm not sure that's the intention because we've only started the song, but it sounds very church worship 
type. Yeah, I hear that. And um, lyrically, I find, you know, there, I had I already had a couple of eye rolls in there where, you know, we're, we're relying on the Christian worship tropes. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we break out of that when we get to the, uh, the chorus, although that tends to be the most sparse lyrically. So, right. uh, ready to continue? Yeah, let's keep going. All right. So I will sing forever. I will sing. Short chorus, um, not a whole lot. I got lot it memorized. There. Yeah, <laughs> got it done. So, let, without a cynical uh, view at it, you know, if he wants people to sing with him, like if that's the main point of the song, then he's nailed yeah. it. Um, you know, like if you were to start the song and lead it congregationally, it would not take long to get people to to buy into it and memorize it. Yeah, I would agree. Well, you know, because it, it's. My first thought was when he repeated the, the line "Sing forever" three times. I went, Chris Tomlin. Um, but yeah. then, but then, as you, as you saw me being ridiculous, lifting up my hands, you know, it was. It's very easy to imagine a congregation engaging and um, and singing without the uh, the barrier of "Do I know the lyrics? Do I know the melody?" So you know, from a Paul Balash school of Let's make sure we write songs that people can sing. Hmm. That hits that. Yeah, yeah, and and again, we tend to always look at things from a cynical perspective. I know I I do probably more than you. Um, no, no, that's not true. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I might mean vocalize it. Uh, I don't know. It's musically, it's soothing, and yeah, so it almost ma- makes it like yeah, I would I would play this in the background when people are home. Um, it's it's um, well done enough, you know, for a non-household yeah. name, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah. I mean, he has the look, you know, I've seen him on social media. Um, yeah, I, I, he's, it's not like he's knocking out of the park with originality, but is that really what he's going for? I, I wouldn't think so, but yeah. So, so he's getting it so far. Yeah, keep let's, going. let's keep going, yeah.
dark of the night I will sing of your love Sing of your love In the brightest part of a life I will sing of your love Sing of your love In the darkest dark of the night Let's chat about that middle eight. Yeah, I um, there's a few things where I think he's nailed it. In yeah, addition to what we yeah. talked about, one is key. Um, mm -hmm. It's so easy for a tenor and so helpful for an alto soprano to either sing the melody or the the harmony that anyone could close their eyes and sing. So yeah. again, he's nailed congregational. I would I would introduce this to you know our worship director. And say, hey, this you know is worth looking at. It is a song to God. It is yeah. not. It's testimonial. I will. They're they're the. I will sing. Um, we will sing. We will sing. Yeah. yeah. But again, it, that's okay, because we're gathering to worship. I will. We will is okay, uh, in that context. Um, um, because it's not saying I as in I need to do something in order to earn your grace or whatever. It's basically I as in I want to worship you. Um, I think that's okay. Um, yeah, so the key uh, was good. I like the fact that it went down to acoustic mm -hmm. because you're telling every small church worship leader across the universe that it's okay if you just have an acoustic guitar to do this song. Yeah. I, I There were two things that I heard. There was a female backup vocalist and man i from a from a mixing standpoint i wish they would have brought her up more in the mix because she added this really um bright uh but delicate background that um was really counter to his vocal that i thought was really nice if uh, i probably would have brought that out more um he did something lyrically <clears throat> there that he just switched the lyrics, I don't know if you caught it. I don't have the lyrics in front of me and I could be wrong, but you know, in the darkest dark of the night, I will sing forever. But he's saying, um, like in the darkest parts of my life, hmm. I will sing forever. Right. And it was a really subtle little flip there. And you know, I only heard him do it once. Um, but for me, that was enough to kind of take you out of the, I'm just singing the same thing over and over again to something almost more personal at that very moment and i um i appreciated that subtle little change that i heard in there and mm -hmm. and everything you said i also agree with in terms of um i i struggled not to sing along yeah yeah and i think that's a really good thing um that yeah. people are going to pick this song up very easily um yeah so i i enjoy that yeah one one thing of note not a criticism but just a reality <laughs> that it is the four most common chords in that chord progression of most modern worship um you know if you're mm -hmm. it's g e minor c um you know there there isn't a whole lot of variation now he did musically change the variation and, and strum it acoustic in the bridge which is good so I like the, the idea that he's not trying to do the Rock'em, Sock'em, Hillsong, Bethel, 
everyone, yeah. like 15 people on the platform and everyone's playing the same thing. Um, but there's room to extend the song or shorten the song. And I think that's what the simplicity of it makes it very easy and usable. Um, I don't get the sense he's trying to, to do like a ton of weird all over the place vocals and perform the song. Yeah. Which we, right. we can see in some of modern worship. Absolutely. You yeah. Know, like the, it becomes the, more about a performance. Yeah. Or the, yeah, like the featured singer in the band. Uh, yeah. As opposed to everyone singing together. I would imagine his video is probably more than him. It's probably his it, whole band. That's, well, I'm playing the video. Oh, okay. that's what I, that's what we're listening to. And right yeah. now it's him and his keyboard player doing this. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Right. So, Sorry. Screenshot, let's, share yeah, that. Let's, let's finish up the song. Yeah, let's keep going. By the way, there's a minute and a half left. So I may, if it just starts to get repetitive, I may just scrub forward yeah. to, to the end so we can do our last thoughts. Forever, I will sing. Forever, I will sing. Forever to the King of my heart. nicely um that reminds me of brian dirksen's light the fire album um he had a couple female vocalists that used to just add counter melodies throughout his songs yeah i'm going way back now i'm going to early 90s but um yeah like pour out my heart to say that i love you pour out my heart to say that i need you like that song there was female um counter melody through it um it sort of was reminiscent to me of that feel um, this is a closer. It sounds like a closer song. Yeah, just, uh, well, for me, it would be something that I would do. Um, if it was a worship night, I would do it as the, the last song. Yeah. Um, and I would, you know, depending on, because I'm doing worship night this Friday. Um, and, you know, everybody takes a candle and, uh, you know, they light the candle and they sing and then you cut out all the music and then you just have them say, I will sing forever as they walk out the door. Yeah. Right. You can definitely hear that, um, for that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, also like going into the sermon, I could, you know, yes. maybe yeah. a song going into the sermon as well. So, yeah, um, focus on I, the heart. song. Yeah. I think he, I think PJ did a good job with this song. I think if the intention is to provide congregations with uh, you know worship leaders with congregational singable songs, that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it was gonna if it's released as a trying to get on the radio single, then clearly you're off the mark on on uh, on that. At least that's yeah. my perspective on it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, and I, we've talked enough together that we pretty much have the same perspective when we listen to songs, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, right. And I mean, we both lead worship too uh, and preach. <laughs> so 
we understand the the dynamics of church life and how songs can interact with um, speaking and praying and congregational life. So yeah, I think I think he's done a good job. I think it's by the numbers. Uh, it's not yeah. Like, originality is a weakness there. Yeah, It'd be great if it was a little more original. But. Now saying that in in um, the array of songs on his album, this could just be the whole idea is to rally people to sing, and, and it's not meant to be uber original. Yeah. Um, so, but we're we're know, taking it in isolation. Yeah. Yeah. So there's another one. Um, so good job, PJ, and um, cool name by the way. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think overall it's a good song. It's not a fantastic song, but I don't think that was his point again. And you know, give him all credit for um, making a song that people want to sing. Cool. Are we scoring these? Yeah. I would say it's, right. it's uh, better than the last one we did. I would almost give it, based on the intent of his, his writing, a good seven and a half. All right. I was, I'm going with seven. I think that the, um, to me, the, the, the lyrics brought it down a bit for me. Um, at least kind of the, uh, the, the lyrics in the verse felt a little too generic for me to go higher than that. Hmm. But I still think... Um, it has it has a great potential in churches. So I'll give it a seven. You got a seven and a half. Yeah, and, and I say seven and a half from the, the perspective of if you were a worship leader saying, finally somebody wrote a song that I can actually do on Sunday and I can play it. That's the perspective yep. I'm coming from. You don't, you don't have to make excuses for giving them a higher <laughs> score, Dan. <laughs> All right. So that's PJ Anderson, Sing Forever. We think it's worth checking out. Um, head over to his website. Maybe if I take the time to look it up, I'll share his website. Um, I'm sure he's offering um, some resources free for the sake of getting uh, that out to the churches. So good job, PJ. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. And by the way, let us know if you like these what songs you'd like us to listen to. We'll be back shortly. We are queuing up one from one of our good friends in Nashville. Coming up next. Awesome.